What's up and welcome to the Be The Light podcast. I'm your host, B, and my mission is to help women expand, elevate, grow, and break past limiting beliefs that might be holding you back. So if you're ready to step into your power and become obsessed with your life, this podcast is for you. Let's dive into it. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Be The Light podcast. I had an incredible morning. It's a Sunday right now, and I went to a farmer's market this morning. I went to hot yoga. I hung out with a couple of friends and it was honestly such an incredible Sunday. Um, One of my friends used the term soul Sunday and I really like that. I'm going to coin that. Thanks, Chelsea. Um, Honestly, though, that's truly what it felt like was just like a soul filling day. And I have been trying to do a lot more of that lately. So if you're someone who follows me on social media, if you maybe you're one of my clients, you've probably noticed that the way I've been showing up lately is a little bit different and there is a very good reason behind it. Um, I haven't talked a lot about exactly what's been going on in my life because things have been pretty chaotic and stressful and I just haven't talked a lot about the details, but the way that I've changed and the way that I'm showing up differently is for a reason. Now... I went through a breakup recently. I was in a pretty long-term relationship. It was about four or five years long and it recently came to an end because I just had to make a decision to show up more authentically as who I truly am at my core. And this was something that took me a very long time to come to terms with. Now, that being said, in this kind of transition period of going through this breakup, I don't even like that word breakup, but this like separation or that just this transition, um, I've had to spend a lot more time alone and I've had to really sit with myself and like get to know myself again, which has actually been a lot of fun. But obviously during that time, um, there's been some stress. And if you think about ending any sort of relationship or losing someone you love in your life or any sort of big life change or transition, it's going to cause you stress, even if you don't notice it. And that is what I want to talk about today. So in the early stages of this transition and me spending more time alone, I honestly felt really good. You know, mentally, I was like, I feel great. You know, I feel very confident in my decision. I love being alone. I feel like I can be authentically who I am now. And I just really felt it felt like the right choice. I mean, obviously, it still does. But mentally, I was just I felt really good, you know, and I've been doing all the things I've been I meditate every single day um, religiously. I do breath work. I go to yoga. I work out at the gym multiple times per week. I go for walks. You know what I'm saying? Like I take care of my mental health. But during this time, because it was such a stressful life change, there was obviously stress present. And I didn't notice it mentally, but I noticed it physically. So the whole point of this podcast is to talk to you about how stress affects your body physically. Your body keeps score. Your body knows what's going on. Even if your mind is okay, your body is going to take that stress on. That stress, in my opinion, has to manifest in some way. One way or another, it's going to come out. And even if you're mentally sound and your mental health is in check and you do all the mindset techniques and everything that stress still needs to go somewhere. And for me, it came out physically. 
the symptoms of physical stress that I experienced, I want to go into those a little bit with you to kind of explain what I mean. So stress can manifest physically in a variety of ways, but for me and most common for a lot of people is going to be appetite. Your appetite might increase or decrease. Um, Your hormonal changes are going to affect your cycle if you're female. So for me, I actually lost my menstrual cycle. Um, Your sleep, your sleep may change. You might feel like you're sleeping way too much or not enough at all. You might experience insomnia. Um, For me, I actually experienced quite a bit of sleep paralysis that comes out for me in stressful times. And I feel like this is something that gets talked about a lot, but never actually gets touched on in the way that it should. When we talk about stress, we always just think of mental stress, but we don't realize that stress truly does have an incredible impact on your physical body. And in my case, because I am a fitness coach, I experienced this with a lot of clients who come to me and have a really difficult time losing weight. And they're doing all the things. You could be tracking your macros, you could be a high protein diet, going to the gym, getting your cardio in, but you're not losing any weight. And a lot of it is due to stress. Now, I do want to touch on, of course, what actually happens in your body when you are under a period of stress, because again, we think about it as being this mental thing, but we don't realize that there are physical components to this. So when your body is under stress, cortisol is the stress hormone, and this can basically just change the way that your hormones are in your body. So your cortisol is going to increase and decrease This is very normal and it actually happens, um, it fluctuates quite a bit on a day-to-day basis just depending on what activities you're doing and how much sleep you're getting and all of those things. Now the mental aspect of stress is going to cause that cortisol to increase. Now when you are in a stressful situation and your cortisol is higher, this can also affect the other hormones in your body. So when stress is present, your hormonal balance changes. And again, this is something that I think we don't realize the level of impact this actually has on how we feel, how we show up, our energy, and all of those other things. So if you're someone who's struggling with any of those symptoms that I said before, the best possible thing that you can do is focus on lowering your stress levels. Now, when we say lowering your stress levels, I'm not talking just mentally. It's a combination of both things. So going back to my story and for me... I was feeling great mentally. I was doing my meditation. I was journaling. I was, I felt mentally sound. I was very happy, very aligned in my choices and just like not feeling mentally stressed at all. But my physical body was really suffering, really, really suffering. I couldn't sleep. I was having a really difficult time eating. Like I said, I was experiencing sleep paralysis. Um, This presents in a lot of people under stressful situations. The scale for me went up a little bit, which was crazy because I was not eating nearly as much as I should have been. But because my body was under so much stress, I actually technically gained weight on the scale due to inflammation, water retention, who knows. I lost my menstrual cycle and had to work on repairing all of those things to get my hormones back in a place where I could support menstruation. And if you think about that just for a minute, The fact that you will actually, or you can actually lose your ability to menstruate as a woman due to stress, that is incredible. That is absolutely incredible. And it goes to show you how important it is to manage your stress levels. This is why I am so keen on teaching mindset to all of my clients, because 
if you don't have your stress in order, you will have a very difficult time seeing physical results on your fitness journey. And this is why. With all the symptoms I just explained to you that I was experiencing, you may be in a very similar position trying to lose weight or build muscle or do all of these things and you're not getting anywhere. You're running on a hamster wheel, not getting the results that you want. And it's because your stress is not under control. So how do we lower these stress levels? Mentally, this is going to be the first area that you want to look at. What are you doing in your life right now that is not serving you or that maybe could be serving you better, right? What habits do you have right now that might feel a little bit icky to you? Um, and if there are no negative habits, I mean, there probably are, but if there, if there aren't any coming up for you, then what can we implement that feels good? So any sort of mindfulness techniques, what I usually get my clients to start doing is journaling, just very basic journaling to start with. There's no right or wrong way, just like getting in touch with your mind and your body and allowing yourself to get those thoughts out on paper, whatever they might be. Um, walking is another really great one, both mentally and physically to reduce stress. Meditating. I know that meditating is one of those things that seems intimidating when you first start, but I promise you it is actually way more fun than it sounds. Just allow yourself to be, just slow down, allow yourself to be, let the thoughts come and let them go and you'll find your flow with it. Now, aside from what we can do mentally to reduce stress, I want to talk about what we can do physically to reduce stress. So again, in my situation, because mentally I felt great, but the stress was manifesting in my body physically, this is where I had to place my focus, reducing physical stress in any way that I can. So high stress activities on your body physically, this is going to be things like weight training, lifting really heavy weights in the gym, that causes an immediate spike in your cortisol levels and can cause inflammation and can actually make your body more stressed. So if you are going through a transition period in your life where you might be under mental emotional stress, <laughs> reducing that physical stress by maybe cutting back the amount of days per week that you're in the gym can actually be really beneficial. Doing more restorative movements like yoga or walking those are proven to reduce physical stress and mental stress in the body. And that is another thing that really helped me. And of course, sleeping, making sure you're getting good quality sleep is going to be absolutely crucial to reducing stress levels in your body. Um, I would definitely recommend anywhere between seven and eight hours per night to just support your body in the best way. And again, reason being is because it's going to help you reduce that stress both mentally and physically. And I know you probably hear this all the time, but I am going to say it again, nutrition, making sure you're getting good quality nutrition and enough food is absolutely crucial to make sure that your body is functioning in a happy, healthy way. So when I was telling you my story about how it was challenging for me to eat, I had to slowly start increasing the amount of food that I was eating to get myself back to a place where my metabolism was doing better, um, where my hormones were doing better and where my body could actually support menstruation. So it's going to be really challenging if you're someone who loses your appetite when you're under stress to just immediately start eating more. You definitely want to go really slow with it, um, slowly increase the amount that you're eating maybe every single week. This is where having a coach really comes in handy, someone who knows what they're doing here because it's very, very beneficial to you to do this slowly. Then you're not going to feel like you're force feeding yourself, you know? But you're going to be able to get your food back up to a manageable level where your body feels good, your hormones feel good, 
And once you're eating enough to actually help your body sustain that level of happy, healthy equilibrium, you are going to feel a massive shift in your energy levels, your sleep, all of the above. But it's going to take some time. So you have to be patient with it. Implementing these changes is going to take time, but it will make a massive difference in your life, your quality of life, the way that you feel, your energy, all of those things will shift once you can get your stress levels under control, both mentally and physically. So with where I'm at now, after implementing all of these changes, I want to talk to you a little bit about what exactly I did to get myself back to a place where my stress levels were reduced both mentally and physically. So the first thing that I did was reduce the amount of time I was spending in the gym lifting weights, which is very difficult for me because I love lifting weights. I love weight training. Like it just is one of those things that makes me feel so strong and so powerful. But I knew that putting my body under that kind of stress five times per week was not benefiting me. So I reduced my training from five times per week to three or four, depending on how I was feeling, but I wanted to make sure my activity levels were still relatively high. So I made sure I was getting between eight and 10,000 steps per day because walking is a very low stress activity on your, your body physically. And then I also implemented yoga back into my routine, which was something I used to really love doing. Um, I actually took my yoga teacher training certificate like years ago during COVID and um, I lost my practice for a little bit. Yoga was something that I've always loved, but I just didn't make space for the, over the last few years. So anyways, I made more space for that. I started going to yoga two to three times per week, um, only weight training three times per week, and then making sure that my food was definitely increasing. Now, this was the hardest part for me, but I am at a place now where we're, we're back. We're happy, we're healthy, we're eating food, we're eating good. I feel great. And um, I actually gained my menstrual cycle back, which is a huge win and very incredible. And it just shows me that everything that I was implementing was obviously working um, because my body is now able to support menstruation. So to kind of wrap everything up here, I just wanted to create this episode for you to talk about the importance of managing your stress levels not only just for your mental health, but also for your physical health. And I wanted to talk about how those things really come together to bring you a total health approach because a lot of people talk about mental health and a lot of people talk about physical health. And it's so important to me that both of those things are intertwined together. And if you are someone who is trying to make physical changes, like physique changes, maybe you want to lose weight or build muscle or making sure that your hormones and your stress levels are optimized is absolutely key. And it is truly incredible to see how all of these things play a part and work together to get you those good results. So if you are listening to this and there is something in your life right now that is maybe causing you a little extra stress, whether that be mental stress or physical stress, it's not that you have to cut those things out entirely. Obviously that would be a great choice if you're able to, but if you're not, make sure that you are focusing on those stress reduction techniques, right? Make sure that you are making space in your routine to journal, meditate, do breath work, go for walks, do yoga or any sort of restorative activities that you need to do to reduce stress in your own life. And I promise you that will make such an incredible impact on your physical health, your mental health, the way you show up and how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis. And that being said, if you do have any questions about how to optimize your stress levels, or if you have any questions or need recommendations, 
on what you can do to kind of decrease those stress levels, definitely shoot me a DM. My inbox is always open to answer your questions. And if you learned anything new from this episode, I would love to hear what your main takeaway was. If you want to share it with me on socials, you can share it to your stories and tag me on Instagram or just shoot me a DM and let me know what you learned. Because my number one goal with this podcast is to give you guys value, to give you things that you can learn and implement in your own life, and hopefully to help you just elevate, expand, grow in whatever way possible. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Be Delight podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time and space out of your day to listen to this episode and to show up for yourself. If you found value in this episode, the best thing you can do to support the show and be the light for other people in your life is to share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in one-to-one coaching or you want to learn a little bit more about me, head over to my Instagram at Brittany Roth with three T's and DM me the word elevate. I am so looking forward to connecting with you and I will see you on the next episode.